Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1360 which aired on June 17th, June 16th, June 17th, June 17th, 2019. Um, I watched this episode as I was driving back home from um, uh, San Antonio um, and I did stop driving and and gave my full attention to the main event of the episode. Actually, from uh, Firefly Funhouse to the end of the episode, I was just sitting there at a truck stop in my car, enjoying the, the rest of the episode, and then also really, really enjoying um, uh, the new episode of Ride Along, which had R-Truth and Carmella in one car and Cesaro and Seamus in the other car. And I really miss Seamus, and I, I I don't know what's what's up with um, his status, but it would be really great to see him on TV again sometime soon. In a context other than just watching on an episode of Ride Along that was filmed before WrestleMania. But anyway, I recommend going and watch that episode. It's called The Bar Car, which is a, an allusion to uh, the car on a train. I believe that there's a, there's usually a bar car on, on passenger trains. But anyway, um, this episode of Raw, I liked a lot. It, it got off to an excellent start. Um, there is some uh, like production moments that I really, really liked. There's one in particular that I'll talk about. Um, but let's see. Can I... Where do I... How do I get rid of the keyboard here? I want to read... There we go. Okay. Um, so we open up with Elias announcing that he will be the special guest referee for Baron Corbin versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship at Stomping Ground. But uh, he is attacked by Seth Rollins and Seth issues a warning. Anybody who takes the side of Baron Corbin will meet the same fate um, at Seth's hands. Um, so we start off the night with the first match. It's the it's a five way match to determine who will fight Samoa Joe for the United States Championship. Um, so first, Cesaro comes out and he attacks Elias. Lashley comes out and he attacks Elias. Cesaro, uh, or sorry, sorry, no, 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 that's not that's not the order of things that happened. Everybody who came out for their entrance, they attacked Elias. Not in that order that i was reading something else um and it reminded me a lot of last year's royal rumble when everybody attacked heath slater on the way into the ring uh but everybody had their signature is really funny and uh poor poor elias that's what he gets for being the wild card the first wild card of the night um but cesaro is eliminated first after hitting some some excellent he lifts man he he lifts Braun Strowman up and into like a, a slam of some kind. That was very impressive. And all the other stuff he did before he got, he, unfortunately he was the first one eliminated. And then Bobby Lashley was eliminated by Braun Strowman shortly after that. He's eliminated. They were both eliminated by Braun Strowman. And, uh, but then Cesaro and Lashley, they did not leave to go to the back. They ganged up on Braun Strowman is no disqualifications. It is a lim- an, an elimination match. But there's no disqualifications because it is a multi-man match. And uh, they ganged up on Braun Strowman and offered him up to Ricochet 
to hit him with the uh the 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 five nine six twenty centon whatever it is however many however however many degrees of rotation there is man he hit two of those in this match and they both looked like they were they really hurt the person <laughs> that he hit because he landed like right on 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 them like right on their chests um uh both braun Strowman he got the pin braun Strowman is eliminated braun goes he he threw he threw ricochet like 50 feet it seemed like at least like 15 feet that was crazy and then he he just goes on a rampage at uh cesaro and and uh lashley uh so we're left with ricochet and the miz going one-on-one i didn't say who's in the matches but now you know who are in the matches um ricochet defeated the miz hitting another 620 cent on and it looked very very painful like he it, it was like boom and then he like bounced off of their chest like it looked like it was turning their chest cavity into a springboard it looked painful anyway i would not be surprised to learn that the miz has some cracked ribs from that but it, it, well he got his arms up so it maybe mostly bounced off his anyway uh ricochet to feed the miz but then is attacked by joe but I think he, uh, at times my feed, I just had audio. So I think the that Ricochet fought him off, but I can't, I, I'm not sure. It, his music was playing at the end, so I think he, he got did get the upper hand. Um, then we had Becky and Lacey, Le- Becky and Lacey talking about stuff. Um, but this is a production moment that I really, really liked in this episode. Um, as that, that segment was ending, we had Becky's music playing and all that. And then we had this, this camera starts in the arena and it tracks out of the tunnel and then comes upon the revival who walking, uh, walking around the, 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 the backstage area, uh, going to find Shane McMahon's VIP party room. And they go into the, the camera follows them into there. They have a whole interaction there. I really, really liked this, that whole shot. It was one continuous shot through the thing. And yeah, and it, and it served a purpose later on because knowing the geography of where that is, is exactly how Roman Reigns is able to find Shane McMahon later. And we'll get to that in, in just a minute. Um, Baron Corbin is attacked during an interview backstage by Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is just attacking everybody with chairs. Anybody who even breathes a word of Baron, Baron Corbin gets attacked. Um, Danny Bryan comes out and uh, with Rowan. There were about 10 people from SmackDown on this episode tonight. So the wild card rule was um, a little bit overdone, but I, it's, it's a go-home show. I guess that's okay. I don't it's whatever when october 4th that's when things will really change back to the full brand split i think i don't know um it will be in los angeles um it has been announced that the first episode of smackdown on fox will be in los angeles october 4th and i kind of want to go to that i may be able to go to that um but i don't know if tickets are on sale yet i saw a code for it pre-sale code but um yeah we'll see we'll see i i do want to go to that um but uh daniel bryan and eric rowan they come out sorry just rowan 
Uh, and uh, my favorite line of the night was <laughs> that Dan Bryan was really, this is a great promo, but he's telling everybody, prepare to be excited. <laughs> so they're, they're going to be excited by seeing him in action. That seeing him and Rowan prove that they're the best tag team in the world and all that kind of stuff. Uh, the Roar Raiders, they're on Monday Night Raw this week. That's exciting. They destroy uh, a couple of fellows but with the last name Taylor. So I assume that they're, I think it was Rusty and Randy, maybe. Um, so I think they're brothers. I don't know, but they absolutely destroyed them. Um, after this match, the camera pans across the audience and and stops upon a couple of strange looking individuals it was our truth and carmella in disguise um but they're given away by the cameras and everybody comes out from backstage to go out and try to catch them but he he does get away uh there were no pinfall attempts in this episode interestingly enough um he did get out of that box in denver we there's a, a video online of um, him having escaped and saying, ah, I got out of the box and we're in Denver. Whoa. Um, I'm a little bit bummed that I missed the Denver show. Anyway, um, Heath Slater goes back to that VIP party section with the revivals in there with Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Um, Heath Slater, he asks for a raise because uh, he's got kids. And Shane says, nope. But since you've walked in here like a man, I'm going to let you walk out of here like a man. And then when he leaves, he tells Drew McIntyre, go take care of it. So Drew goes goes out there and he really plays to their their past, to their history, as their friendship. Um, but it was all a ruse because Drew McIntyre, he, he pulls out his wallet, has some money, but he drops it. And he starts to pick it up to help him out. And Drew just, just beats the crap out of him. The money goes flying everywhere. The revival come out. They start helping beat crap out, out of him. And, uh, <laughs> and then the revival take pockets the money for themselves. Uh, I like that detail. Uh, but yeah, Drew McIntyre, what a jerk. Man. I thought, man, man just just being that mean to Heath Slater. He's, he's got kids. Come on. Uh, special episode of Kevin Owens and Sammy show, uh, Baron Corbin announces that EC3 will be the referee for Sunday, but EC3 is quickly killed by Seth Rollins. The New Day comes out and they challenge, uh, Kevin, Sammy, and Corbin to a six-man tag team match. And, uh, EC3, who is dressed as a referee, gets weekend at Bernie into, um, (laughs) announcing that the match is official. So we end up with that match as a best of three falls match for some reason i don't know that's kind of weird um especially if how it turned out you could just eliminate the first fall from that uh because the first fall happened and then commercial break but then the second fall uh the first fall was xavier pins sammy and then the second fall kofi pins corbin so like what just have that be the end of the match not have that first fall in there i don't know it's kind of weird um before that aj is riling up the good brothers telling them how they've been become complacent uh, they've lost their fire they need to go out there and be serious and show um that they're there's they've still got it um so later on they fight the usos but they get really cocky about it and the usos defeat them and aj is not happy at all with the not so good brothers um paul Heyman teases brock being there tonight that he could 
because we're going to have Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins that Brock could easily take advantage and uh, take the opportunity to cash in. Uh, Seth Rollins attacks Eric Young after Eric Young was just just talking to Baron Corbin for a moment. And Eric was like, Seth, I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to turn it down. I was just talking to him because he came up and talked to me and Seth has lost his mind. He just attacks, he beats the crap out of Eric Young. Wow. Uh, there's a, there's some great Roman stuff. Roman came out, um, above the match with Drew McIntyre, uh, and, but, uh, Drew and Seth and Seth and Shane couldn't be bothered to leave their VIP party lounge. Uh, so they appear on the Jumbotron, and Drew starts talking about Roman's kids and stuff like that, and Roman is pissed. He knows exactly where to find them because he saw that tracking shot from earlier. Goes straight to them. Revival comes out first, starts to attack him, but he, he throws one of them into another room. <laughs> Just, like, threw a door to the other room. Uh, there's the other one aside. Uh, goes into the party room, beats the crap out of Drew, th- puts him through the table. There's food all over the place. And then uh, chases Shane McMahon back out in the arena. They fight out there. Uh, and Roman just destroys Shane. And Shane very impressively just hops right over the ba- the barrier. But then Roman, like, jumps. He, he's, he, he jumps over the barrier at him. And he, like, barely missed this, the corner of those steel steps. Like, I – that was – Oh man, that was real close. It it was like six inches away. It seemed like, like he that could have been really bad, but doesn't he doesn't get hurt doing that? He doesn't get stabbed by the corner of the steel steps, but uh, he does beat the crap out of Shane, and he tells Shane go back there and tell Drew 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 McIntyre we're gonna Drew Corbin, (laughs) Drew McIntyre we're gonna kick his ass on on Sunday. Um, I do kind of like that this, this pay-per-view, like their tag, their, the tagline, the commercials say kick ass and take names. I, 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 I like that. I like that. Um, up next, man, there's so much stuff in this episode. I, I like this episode. I really like this episode. Um, the Iconics, they finally defend their championships against they they finally defend their championships and in this case they defend them against alexa bliss and nikki cross but the iconics win thanks to bailey coming out there and being a huge distraction to alexa alexa isn't able to get back into the ring to break break up a pin uh when it with um uh nikki getting pinned and so the iconics are still champions and bailey is kind of jerk all the good guys are kind of jerks right now um, like everywhere there, everybody's losing their minds. I don't know. Then we had a firefly Funhouse. Um, okay. I, I can't remember really specifics for It's a weird one. Another weird one. They're all weird ones. Um, the one specific that I wrote down that I really, really liked is that there's a pentagram wipe. Yeah, you have the star wipes, but there's a pentagram, like the full, like bars going across the middle of it. I, that, <laughs> nice nice very very funny um he says follow the leader and and as the fiend he says let me in after all kinds of crazy video editing weirdness um so i'm pretty excited for that then we had seth rollins versus daniel bryan um 
let's see. Brian is disqualified because Rowan hits Seth with a claw slam. But then New Day comes out. They they fight off Rowan, but then the, the, uh, Owens and Zayn come out, and then the Revival come out. They all attack, and then the Usos come out. It's a big old brawl, and the referee ejects all of them. They're going to restart the match with nobody at ringside at all. So we have Seth versus Brian, part two. And uh, Seth wins via the stomp. Uh, and then Corbin hits Seth with a chair as he's celebrating uh, at the top of the ramp. Um, this match, I totally no-sold this match. I didn't th- give you any details about this match at all. Uh, this ma- this whole main event was really good. I was concerned when that whole brouhaha came, happened. I thought, oh, it's going to be... Uh, when Rowan attacked, I thought, oh, it's going to turn into a tag team match. It's going to be Daniel Bryan, Rowan versus Seth Rollins, and maybe Roman. Maybe he comes out here, saves the day. Roman didn't get involved in this at all. So that, that was unexpected uh, uh, in my mind. And then it didn't turn into a tag team match. Everybody get, was thrown out of there. And we get a restart of the singles match. And, yeah, uh, the, this was a, a great, great, great main event. Like, um, I want—I don't know if I would say it was, like, pay-per-view quality or anything like that. But as far as a, as far as a weekly episode main event, I, th- I thought it was really good. And story-wise, it was great. The, the whole restarting the match and everything, that worked really well. And it does have me excited. And and that the whole uh, anticipation, is Brock Lesnar actually there? This would be a time for him, uh, even after Baron Corbin out and he tacked him, Baron Corbin t- took him back into the ring, hit him with the, the, the end of days. I thought, oh, oh, is this – Brock Lesnar could come out right now. He's preparing him to get attacked by Brock Lesnar. Yeah, uh, the suspense was great, and uh, we've got the cliffhanger. It's it's leading us into to Sunday, and I thought it was is is pretty dang good. Um, I think we're I think we're headed back up, back up on an upward trajectory for for Raw and and SmackDown, and I'm excited to see what happens tomorrow night. Well, tonight I'm recording this on Tuesday morning. Um, I'm excited to see what happens next on SmackDown and, uh, and at stomping grounds. So in the next episode, I will talk about my predictions for stomping ground, um, as the, all of the matches are solidified. Um, cause I think there's a couple that are still, um, left to be announced. I don't think there's a SmackDown tag team championship match yet. Um, so we'll see if that happens, if, if there's something for that. Um, I don't think there's a raw tag team championship match yet announced yet either. Um, cause the, 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 the revival were in a lot involved on this episode a lot, but they weren't involved in a mat, uh, like any matches or anything like that. So I don't know what the, the status on that is either. Um, I mean, uh, the Usos versus revival again, for the championships this time, I would be, I'd be all about that. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Even if, even if for some reason they just do a championship champions versus champions match. I don't know. Oh, that's right. We have, um, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens will be in a tag team match against, um, the, the remaining 
the remainders of the new day, Biggie and Xavier Woods. I think that should be pretty good. Um, but it would be interesting if we have that, but not any of the tag team championship match- matches. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, so I think that does it. I got to get go and get some food and then go and see Men in Black International. I didn't even realize it came out this last weekend. That's how I was just like tunnel vision on what i was doing at the convention and all that um it's on dolby and imax this week that's crazy it bumped everything out of there i thought it would be one or the other at least at the theater that i go to uh but i'm gonna see on imax so i'm I'm super excited for that um oh i did see dark phoenix um in california before i flew back home briefly um last week i did not mention that in any of the episodes before this i liked it i liked it a lot um it's not my favorite of the the first class films um my favorite is still days of future past but i did like the action a lot and i thought the story was pretty cool too um i I don't know i i think maybe it's just like superhero fatigue at this point like just and like the huge contrast between endgame and like anything else basically um that certainly can't help things much either but um i liked it and i i think more more people should give it a shot i i think um i'd be interested to know how how much they changed with like reshoots and all that kind of thing like um if uh because i i thought it worked pretty well and yeah yeah i liked it so I, I recommend if if you like the X-Men, you should you should go see Dark Phoenix. Like why why not just go see it? And like anything, like if movie adapt- adaptations, TV adaptations, all that, there are apps like it doesn't make the thing that you liked not exist anymore. Like there's maybe some exceptions to that, like the the special editions of Star Wars that like is like replacing the older ones but you can still find copies of the old versions of it um and it and it doesn't replace your actual memories of watching previous versions of stuff so i whenever i hear that phrase ruining my childhood something like that um if it's ruining your child childhood i think that's maybe your fault that you're letting it ruin something that already happened that is in unchangeable if it's if it's ruining your your childhood retroactively like a piece of media then i think that's i don't think it's the fault of the people making the the new movie the new version of the alvin and the chipmunks and stuff like that i don't think anybody's ever said alvin and chickmunks movies are ruining their childhood but that's just an example that's off the top of my head anyway i recommend checking out dark phoenix like it doesn't follow comic books i don't know i haven't read the dark phoenix story in the comic books but like the comic books don't follow comic books like a lot a lot of time they redo stuff like so much in all of the major comics it there's only rare instances where uh, for for like the big big titles that they haven't gone back and redone stuff and like done a new continuity done a new timeline done a new multiverse all that kind of stuff so um yeah i'm just rambling now but 
the walking dead is a different instance is different from that but it, it still has a, a reiteration of it with the tv show tv show is different from the comic books even though it's the same it's like redoing it and then if they ever redid it again someday it wouldn't stop the comic books from having existed it wouldn't stop the tv show from having existed and yeah it, the, they would both be enjoyable as much as they were before probably um i don't know i have anyway um oh i was that was gonna speaking of multiverses stay safe out there and all the infinite multiverses i'll be back next time uh subscribe on TRW podcast i did that in a completely different order because i want to do that stupid segue um that's it for this ep- this week's episode of raw 1360 that's crazy 40 episodes away from 1400 wow um i wonder if they'll do some big thing for that um that's like that's like next spring i think um maybe like march january february one of those three months (laughs) anyway uh oh no that's that's before the end of this year because we have 42 uh there's 40 there's 38 more no 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 there's 52 weeks in a year this is week 24 so we have another 26 okay it will be like in in early march i think anyway um let me know what you thought about raw this week and firefly funhouse and all that and oh and right along i already i I did talk about right along enough i think it's it's a fun episode go watch it um lots of singing there's some good rapping not good well there's some fun rapping it's entertaining um but yeah i uh, go and uh well let me know what you thought by tweet tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else please share with some friends subscribe on itunes spotify stitcher youtube wherever you like to listen to podcasts and i'll uh see you next time so stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses and this has been tiw podcast that that did that went okay okay see you next time bye